In today's episode, we'll be discussing Spider-Man No Way Home, directed by John Watts. Starring Tom Holland as Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Zendaya as Michelle M.J. Jones-Watson. Benedict Cumberpatch as Dr. Stephen Strange. Jacob Batalon as Ned Leeds. John Favreau as Harold Happy Hogan. Jamie Foxx as Max Dillon Electro. Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn, Green Goblin. Alfred Molino as Otto Octavius, Dr. Octopus. Benedict Wong as Wong. Tony Rivoli as Eugene Flash Thompson. Marissa Tomei as Mae Parker. And J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. The film was released on December 17, 2021 on a budget of $200 million. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Hit it, yeah. bro. Well, <laughs> we're here. The long-awaited Spider-Man: No Way Home review. Oh my goodness, man! You know the movie was hyped up. We knew it was going to be. Yeah. We knew we wanted to see it. Yep. We were kind of, you know, apprehensive going into it. Too hopeful. I was at least. But man, it delivered every single thing that you could possibly deliver in a movie, in a Marvel Spider-Man movie. See, I wouldn't say I went in too hopeful because Marvel has yet to not deliver for me. Ever since Iron Man 2, in Thor The Dark World, I have been happy with everything they delivered to me, right? I was a little disappointed in Iron Man 2 for certain reasons, Mm -hmm. Thor The Dark World for certain reasons. Right. Still love them, but this one, especially after the high of Endgame, you know, mm-hmm. Far From Home, yeah. Shang-Chi, Black Widow, all that stuff, Eternals. Right. They, they haven't done any wrong. Yeah. There was. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. There was a thousand different ways this could have gone fucked up. Right. Especially if Marvel and Sony would have split, it would have gone fucked up. Yes. Because they didn't, and Marvel being Marvel, and Kevin Feige being Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. fucking nailed this bitch out of the park. Grand Slam, oh, Slam Dunk, it Field Goal, insane. Three Point, everything. The whole nine yards. Yeah. Every sports reference in the world hit it. Fucking yeah. point sent center. It was insane. But that still didn't quell my trepidation going into it. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, they've hit it out of the park. Yeah. You know, Shang-Chi was just a... A great movie. Right. All this. Eternals, pretty pretty good movie. Right. Pretty darn good movie. Yeah. Um, this was otherworldly. I mean, it's, it was... It was very surreal. It was surreal. Yeah. Like, even though we watched it, what is it, three days ago now? Yeah. We went at 3 p.m. on Thursday. Mm-hmm. One of the first showtime... Their first showtime they had available. Right. I got tickets weeks beforehand. Right. And tickets were going, I really, I was aware of the hype, but I wasn't aware of the hype until those tickets were selling out as quickly as they were. Correct. And I went online and read some of those tickets were going for anywhere between three to 400, even to a thousand dollars. What? Yeah. They were selling on eBay. 
Oh, you've got to be kidding Which, me. I got my tickets for free because of Cinemark's reward system. They've You've got to be I could have turned around and flipped them bitches for, for a profit. Uh, yeah. But I'm not you've going gotta to. You've got to be kidding me. Right. No, I'm not. I wish Guys, I was. I really wish. Listen, folks. You're going to get to see the movie. Scalpers are real. Mark. Okay. They're I know very they're fucking real. real. I understand that. But you're going to go get to see a movie. I mean, I can understand. You know, I, I can buy, you know, scalpers at sporting events at at uh you know okay you're outside of comic-con outside of you know a real hot play or something like that okay or a real hot concert got that i but i don't subscribe to scalpers, this is gonna yes. be this is gonna be out in the movie theaters for a while i understand our whole hey fear of missing out crap all that. Well, I guys, think it's more fear on. of the Don't. spoilers than anything because Don't. nobody wanted to be spoiled this movie, right? Well, just put yourself in a little media blackout. Yeah, well, that's impossible for a lot of people. And even still, like you, it's not entirely possible to go through a media blackout because people are dumb or assholes enough to go into work to start talking yeah. about this movie out loud to out where loud. everybody else can hear it. And they you're like, well, thanks, fucker. Like, I was, my showtime's six hours from now and yeah. you ruined it for me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right, right. So I'm always very yeah. self-conscious of that. Anytime Ugh. anybody's asking me about this movie, and I'm like, I cannot begin to express how much I enjoyed it, and I'm going to leave it at that. Go enjoy it for yourself. Right. Don't ever pay $300 for no, a ticket to God, a No, God, no, no, no. Oh, my goodness. No, unless it's like a Uber marathon, and you're getting like a lot of perks oh, and benefits, then yeah, yeah if it's if an you, event. If it's an event, yeah. Sure. I can understand that, yeah. Yeah. The one trepidation I had going into this, I was not wanting to repeat of Endgame. And when I say I don't want to repeat of Endgame is I do not want to repeat of the audience that I dealt with uh, when I saw Endgame. Uh, I've told you my horror stories of that, uh-huh. right? The portal scene where all the heroes are starting to come out and the, these groups of girls and people are screaming, oh my God, it's Bucky! Oh yeah. my God, it's Buckpanther! <laughs> like, shut the fuck up! I can see that's them! You don't need to clap for every single fucking hero! Yeah. I was... I was I don't like clapping at the theater. It irritates hey, the living you're shit. You're going to have to live with that. Right. There's a time and a place for it. Every I, fucking cool scene that happens, not yeah, necessary. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. You right. preach to the choir, but I also get why people do it. I, I can I understand it. it. I get it. But it doesn't have to be a constant thing. Okay, we dealt with this when we watched Spider-Man, right? Yeah. yeah. You and I sat right next to each other and we're like, fuck, mm-hmm. here we go. They kept it pretty tame. Oh, yeah. Up until a point. And then when the shenanigans really started to go, every time those shenanigans were on screen, constantly. Yeah. I mean, and that was, and I was like, you know what? People enjoy. Enjoy yourselves. Do what you get. Enjoy yourself quietly. (laughs) Keep it to your goddamn (laughs) self. Talk about it after the movie. I don't want to hear your bullshit. I want to enjoy the movie. And the only reason I have that issue is because when Avengers came out, it took me three times to see, three to four times to see that movie Ooh. to finally hear what Hulk said after pummeling Loki into the ground. Right. Because the audience was losing their fucking minds. He pummels him into the ground. Loki goes, and then Hulk walks away. And every time I couldn't hear what he was saying because people were clapping and laughing way too goddamn loudly. The line was good, but it. it wasn't like world shattering, just right. puny God, but it was still fucking funny. Right. And I, I wish it. I could have heard it. Okay. So that's why I was like, okay, I know some shit's going to show up in this movie. I'm hoping they don't lose their fucking minds enough to where I'm missing dialogue. Because right. I know I'm only going to get to see it once or twice while it's out anytime soon. Yeah. Getting to see it right now. I mean, hell, I've been to the theater 
three times since it came out. Okay. Everybody's seeing Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody is. It's always packed. It's, it's packed. I mean, the same thing this morning when I went to see uh, Nightmare, uh, Alley. Nightmare Alley. It was just packed. Right. Just packed. Rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, this movie is literally fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. Spectacular. Everything. At, at Everything time, that's ever been used to be described Spider-Man. Before this uh, recording, it's at, what, $587 million, uh, around the world? Oh, is it really? Yeah. See, I I told somebody I was like, I will not be surprised if it breaks five hundred million this weekend. Five hundred eighty-seven. I know that it had the third highest grossing Thursday night showing of all time. Yeah. The third highest grossing opening opening day of all time behind Mm -hmm. Infinity War and Endgame. Mm Mm-hmm. Which doesn't surprise me. Marvel's by the time you and I are gone from this world, Marvel will almost own every record for fucking movies. It pretty much will. I mean, it's just they're. I think, away. I think what's going on too, I mean, it's benefiting from the fact that it's really great and the anticipation of this movie, but it's also benefiting from, I think, Omicron is going to, it, around the world, Omicron is shutting things down. Yeah, again. again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, that's a big issue coming up here. Yeah. But, yeah, I did read though, because uh, speaking of that, I don't know if I talked to you about this, the, because COVID is going the way it's going, it's going to become an endemic About here, twenty twenty four. Yeah, so it'll yeah. be just like the flu almost. Yep. By that time. Yep. When I read endemic, I didn't. I wasn't quite sure what it meant. I was like, "Don't right. tell me we're going to extinction level yeah, fucking yeah. endemics here." <laughs> what the game? F- like you're saying, end something. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, shit. We're well. It's been fun, y'all. Finally, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fucked ourselves up here. We wiped ourselves out. That's good. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, no, but yeah, that and that'll be that'll be a good thing because you know then you'll have a normalcy of you know where this thing's gonna be, right? You know, what to kind of expect. Hopefully, you know. I mean, hell, nobody really knows anything. I, I really am of the mindset that we know shamefully very little about this virus, right? I mean, it's like you know we were seeing now that all of the uh, the boot the uh, vaccines help but you have to get a booster for it well, to really help the and problem is, is that things. we know shamefully little about our bodies yeah true. we know more about space than we do our own bodies oh very true we, very true shit the only thing that we don't know as much about our bodies is the fucking ocean yeah that's true so it's depressing honestly like how much we actually don't know well i i honestly i think we know very shamefully little about all of it space included yeah that's true fucking it's, it's <laughs> off topic here champ yeah i know we lost ourselves hey, hey, hey. well okay so hey, that's scout. that's your warning they now you've heard our binge talk about other stuff yeah. now we're getting the spoiler territory because you can't talk about this movie without spoilers no you can't and really. we're giving this a nice little window to where a lot of people have seen it so yeah. if you accidentally clicked on this not knowing that we do spoilers here it is fucking spoiler walk away walk away Stop i will it. not be upset he will not be upset we'll no. be fine you can come no, back later and listen to it because yep. you're going to take away from some of the fun for this. That's right. Where do you want to start? Oh, man. You know, the opening sequence of this movie. Yeah, it takes straight from far from home. Straight far from home. Uh, the action picks up. The funniest thing in the opening sequence was when he lands and he's getting, you know, married. Uh, MJ. MJ out of the the crowd. Uh, crowd. And the lady goes, Spider-Man hit me. Spider-Man hit me. Right. And it was like so... Yeah, that's what people would do. Yeah. That's exactly what, what somebody What I would don't do. understand, though, is <laughs> when they're getting ready to bounce away and that dude jumps off the car to try to grab him. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you 
is that do. about? Like, <laughs> this dude has gone up against the fucking world ender that yeah. is Thanos, universe <laughs> you're slayer, gonna... and you're jumping after him like a fucking bungee rat. Like, oh, I got you, bitch. Oh, gosh. You don't tug on Superman's cake, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? You're an idiot. Um, yeah, and as they're swinging and trying to get away and everything like that, uh, you see all these J. Jonah... Spider-Man's a menace and uh, Peter Parker. All this, yeah. He's Peter Parker and all that stuff. And you see all this and they swing up to the, uh, I think it's Brooklyn Bridge, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> dude, um, dude. <laughs> and she's up there. And he's, MJ's up there. Terrified of heights. And he's like, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And swing away. I love how they handled the world finding out he's Spider-Man. Right? Yeah. It's not, nothing we've ever too. seen before. Yes. And they handled it very reasonably well. I mean, you never really get to see the fallout of these heroes showing off their identity in movies. Right. Right. Tony Stark showed off who he was, but the world just accepted it yeah. because he's Tony fucking Stark. Exactly. This is a high school kid that is Spider-Man who's perceived because the media portrays him as such in certain lights as a menace. Yes. Right. So he's obviously going to have a lot of backlash. Yeah. Right from the get go. We're, we're jumping through time in this. Like this yeah. movie goes over a couple months time. Oh yeah. Definitely. Which I loved because I, while I love these this trilogy of Spider-Man movies they've been doing, mm-hmm. I was getting irritated with the high school debauchery. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm ready to move on with Peter, Peter getting older. Yes, yes. Spider-Man yeah. growing, getting right. big. Like, I I enjoyed the original trilogy because we got a little bit of high school, some college, and adult life. Right. right? It was a night exactly. mission. Same thing with The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, we've mm-hmm. spent enough time with Peter in high school. Right. We've had two movies of that. Yeah. I'm ready to see Peter start growing up. Peter still going through college. Yep. Maybe one or two movies. And then starting his business. I mean, Dealing comics. crap. Yeah. Like, ever, getting know, into life. life, yeah. Exactly. When this movie going through the time frame it did, we got to see a lot of cool shit. Mm-hmm. First of all, his lawyer. Oh, my gosh. Matt Murdock. Charlie Cox. Up. Charlie Cox is going to. It was, you know, when you told me about uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawkeye and what was going on in Hawkeye. Then I watched Hawkeye. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that was good. I knew Charlie Cox was going to be in it before that. Right. You know, I was like, okay. Well, it had been always, rumored. Yeah. And then uh, there was a actual photo. A yeah, photo. it leaked online, but they yeah. said it was fake. But then Kevin yeah. Feige came out and said, like, a week before the movie released, like, yes, Charlie Cox is going to be our Daredevil in the MCU. Yep. No, we don't know when he's going to show up. Showed up in the next fucking movie, obviously. Bam. But the yeah. second that. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio showed up in Hawkeye as Kingpin. Right. I was like, "All right, that's it. There he is. Here comes Charlie Cox's Daredevil because you can't have one without one, the other." Yeah, because those two. Oh my god! Right. What a, what a team. Oh, it's fucking brutal. Ugh. Well, now I'm really stoked too because now you have Hawkeye going up against Kingpin. He's yeah. terrified of him. Yeah. You have Charlie Cox's Daredevil now in this world, which they're uh-huh. going to do him justice. Yes. And sir. we're going to get to see Spider-Man go up against Kingpin, which. I didn't know growing up that Kingpin was a, a villain to Daredevil. I only knew him as a villain to Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I grew up with Spider-Man, the animated okay. series. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was... When, right. <laughs> yeah. So I did not know that fucking Daredevil and Kingpin were really a thing until I got older. Obviously, right. until the 2003 Daredevil movie. Right. Right. Which, ugh, poor Ben Affleck. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So like when Charlie Cox showed up, I was like, thank you. And it was a brief fucking scene. Like, it was quick. But, but in that awesome. yeah, when that brick came through the window and you see Peter going to catch it and his hand comes out faster and yeah. catches it and Peter's just staring I'm like, how did you do that? How did you? I'm a really, I'm really good, good lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you are. Like, yeah, yeah. you really uh-huh. fucking are. Uh-huh. I love when he tells so awesome. uh, Happy, he's like, you're going to need a lawyer. 
Because he's yeah. got the hidden Stark tech. Yeah, he's like, wait, wait a second. I thought we dropped every... Aren't you investigating? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Well, it's funny because it's like a nod to the happy having been foggy yeah. in the 2003 yes. Daredevil movie. Yes. I'm like, oh, there's so much meta joke uh-huh. going on here. It's awesome. Yeah, it's messed up, man. But then the movie starts skipping from forward in time. And you see Peter having to deal with going to high school with people knowing his identity, which mm-hmm. the teachers... Was fucking hilarious. hilarious. Oh, Hannibal J.B. Burris. Smooth and Her- Hannibal Burris and uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, Martin Starr. Yeah, yeah. How the two of them Dude. were like all like Peter. We appreciate you. We made you a shrine. Yeah. And Hannibal Burris is like, you killed Mysterio. Yeah. Mysterio like, was right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, come on, man. Like you know, this you kid lying. didn't kill Mysterio. You lying. Cool. You lying. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. He said, "Well, the students made this for you." You, you, made you, it you made that. <laughs> you did that. <laughs> the only thing I wish we would have seen more of is Peter having to deal <clears throat> with, even though this sounds really counterproductive, what I said earlier, having to deal with the high school life of people knowing, because it just kind of glossed over that just a little bit. It really Obviously, did. this is, what, two hours and 35 minutes, 40 minutes? Yeah. It's a long minutes. movie, and it's a lot packed into it. Yeah, it is. But it's not overfilled to the point where you're just like, this is too much. It's a nice, even, steady go. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, you're like, oh, fuck, it's already over? Like, God damn, I was not prepared for this to be over already. Right. And you don't want it to be over because of how fucking good it is. Exactly. But then you get the time scope to Halloween, and mm-hmm. then you realize he's like, oh, I could go talk to Doctor Strange, and right. maybe he can erase people's minds. I was a little concerned that Doctor Strange was going to be ham-fisted in here to be Peter's next mentor, yeah. kind of like Tony was. Yeah. Was not the case. No, not at all. No. I like how Peter's finally standing in on his own two feet. I mean, he did that in Far From Home, right? He did. He grew yeah. to stand on his own two feet. Right. It had been counterproductive to give him... A mentor again. Yeah. Yeah. Which... would have been crazy. D- strange kind of mentored him a little bit and kind of gave him some advice, but Buddy, that's just it's that friend advice. Like, it was... <laughs> It was like we're colleagues. Yeah, exactly. Like, like we say, Peter, we went to space together. You, you can call me Steven. Steven. Yeah. Oh, okay, Steven. That's weird, Still but I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> Still sounds weird. I um, love that. That was the that dynamic yeah. was great. And oh, then it was. Having Doctor Strange in it the way he was, and it mm-hmm. was just enough to sate me until I saw till we Multiverse of Madness comes out. And right. then, and then having you know him actually kind of fight against Doctor Strange. Yeah. Which and, was brilliant. Yeah, and be able to sort of in that mirror dimension fight. Yeah, was I probably mean, better than the mirror dimension fight in Doctor oh, Strange. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, <laughs> and when they were, you know, gets him in the uh, sling ring, uh, and he opens the portals, yeah. and he's webbing himself, <laughs> and he pulls him back, dude, takes him out of his body, but because of his spider sense. His yeah. body still reacts to. How are you doing this? I don't know, but it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part, and I was so ready for him to say, is like when he starts figuring out the mirror dimensions, he goes, oh, it's just geometry. I'm really good at geometry. I wanted him to so badly go, math, bitch, like fucking Jesse Pinkman. (laughs) Freaking bad. God, it would have been so good. That would have been funny. Yeah, I mean, it's like he figured it out, trapped him in the mirror dimension, and escaped. That was a pretty short fight considering how much marketing was behind that fight. Yeah. Granted, I understand why. Mm-hmm. Because obviously if you would have started marketing everything else that was in this movie, yeah. You're gonna start spoiling the movie. Exactly. Now, I gotta talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. Right. The main the villains coming in from the multiverse because Peter botches the spell, which yeah. in the trailer it doesn't look like Peter's really botching the spell, but he actually really, really fucking botches, botches the, the spell. spell. It's really his fault yeah. that the spell gets botched. 
when they start showing up, right? When Otto showed up, yeah, right. I was so fucking stoked because Spider Man Two is my personal favorite. Okay, yeah. Spider Man movie. Gotcha. Right. I, I was that came out in what two thousand four. Damn. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, I was like twelve, thirteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was I was still young when that yeah. movie came out. That's my Spider Man. Tobey Maguire was my Spider Man. Okay. When he showed up, I got emotional because I was like, I never thought I would see him on the screen again. Alfred right. Molino as Doc Ock. Right. And they de-aged him as yes. if he just walked off Spider Man too. Yes. When they started talking, like, oh, you know, where's my son? Where's my generator? I just made that son. It's like, okay, they're not skipping a beat. Literally no, from the yeah. second their movies ended. Exactly. Like they got yanked out of their world by this spell, breaking the barrier. Right then. Yep. We're here. Green Goblin shows up for just a second, right? Yeah. And then Peter gets warped away. You see the lizard, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. now you're going on this adventure to get all these guys here. Right. You get you get Green Goblin octopus right away. Yep. Then you get which the banter with Doc Ock was fucking <laughs> hilarious. I was kind of sad because I love Doc Ock and he's such an intimidating character. Yeah. But the way they used him as comedic relief at times oh, yeah. was priceless. Was awesome. And then when you got Electro and Sandman and he already had captured the lizard, uh-huh. I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is great. And then the banter between all the characters and them talking about their own universes and, you know, like Otto or Norman, you're already dead. And Sandman's like, right. you're both already dead. Like, right. what are you talking about? It's like, okay, there's some real fuckery going on here. Exactly. The part that, you know, really got me was when, you know, Otto absorbed the, the nanotech. The nanotech. And they call calling it back to uh, that version where he said, "Hey, I used Oscorp tech." Well, Norman Osborn was a expert in nanotechnology, right? So all that fit, but <laughs> he ended up taking control <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Peter goes, "Oh, I'm gonna pair with that. Good." And he's taking control. <laughs> he's playing with his hands. He's like, "Hey, you listen to me." He's right. talking to his uh, the hand- claws. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny, man. It was that was hilarious. You're gonna listen to me, like yeah. from Spider Man Two. I'm telling you, there was so many calls. I was so happy that I watched the original three Spider Man and the two Amazing Spider Mans. Yeah. Before I went and saw this, because right, right. there's so many callbacks. That if I hadn't just refreshed my brain all of it, right. I know I would remembered most of it, but some of it would have went like, okay, I gotta go rewatch these. And that's the so bad long. thing for a person like I was talking to Kelsey about going to see it, right? And I'm like going, she's gonna watch. All of those. Yeah. To really understand and to appreciate this movie. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're going to see other Spider-Man show up and go, who the fuck are these guys? Right. Well, there's there's the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, at, at, at like Peter tries to fix the five villains. Right. Right. Because Norman is battling. They, they really leaned into the multi-personality of Norman and Green oh, yeah. Goblin. More so than they did in the 2001, 2002 Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Right. And so they Norman has these moments of clarity, and him and Peter get to talking, and Doctor Strange is ready to send them all back. He says, no, I'm going to fix them. I'm not letting them go back. And Aunt May was a huge proponent of that. The She's like, if you have the ability to fix them, we're going to fix them. Yeah. The funny thing was. Right. And I, I, my theory on that with the Norman Osborn is the Goblin was just playing that role. I think... I think Norman was in control to a certain point, and Goblin started taking it back slowly enough to where nobody noticed. That's possible. Because, I mean, he called back when he was giving that montage in the apartment. Right. He called back and said, 
I saw when she, you know, told you that yeah. I was this and that and the other, and you you fell for. Yeah, it. but I he was in I the back of Norman's did. mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was tweaking behind the scenes. Right, right. I mean, the the whole dynamic of Norman and the Green Goblin is fucking insane. The, yeah, <laughs> uh, Willem Dafoe. Oh, God, man. having him back is the oh, main man. villain in this movie. Oh man, but. At the end, he felt almost underutilized just a little bit, right? Because you see him in that scene on the bridge with his glider for just a second in full right, armor. Right. And it, it would look really cool. Because mm-hmm. it was the CGI has advanced oh, leaps and so bounds much, above yeah. the original. So seeing him in that full armor again was cool. And then halfway through the, well, a little more than halfway, he gets the cloak and everything. And he looks more comic ass Green Goblin. Right. But then you don't see him again until the literally the end of the movie when they have yeah. their final little brawl down. Exactly. So he tries to fix everybody, comes up with solutions to Doc Ock immediately, mm-hmm. fixes him, starts to work on the others, but then shenanigans happen. Yeah. Green Goblin's in control. His fucking the biggest draw from the movie that nobody saw coming was Aunt May fucking died. Right. Yeah. And then she delivered the with great power comes great responsibility line. Yeah. Essentially becoming this Peter Parker's Uncle Ben. ben. Yeah. Right? Because Uncle Ben had died, but we never leaned in heavily to that. Right. And that line had never really came up exactly. in that form until that moment. It, and it was perfectly... And I, I'm so happy it never had. Right. Because it was perfect. Well, it was like Avengers was Assemble all over again is yes, what it felt like. exactly. You can't just ham fist a, no. the iconic line like that. Nope. In the original Spider-Man, you could, obviously, because that was the first time that story had been told on a big screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after so many you iterations it. of it, yeah, yeah. you kind of had to do something right. with it and hold that tight until it was time. And it mm-hmm. was finally deserved moment for this to finally happen. Yeah. But then Peter's just down the dumps. And then you find MJ and Ned. Trying to find Trying Peter. to find Peter. And Ned has magical ability, which was with, funny as shit. Yeah, he can use the sling ring. Right. He, yeah. So he acts, he's like, show me Peter. And you see Spider-Man in the alleyway. And then here came yelling, Peter, Garfield. Peter. Right. Yeah. And then here came Garfield, Spider-Man. And that's when the audience fucking lost, they lost it. lost it, yeah. And it was kind of hard to hear what Garfield said at points. Mm-hmm. But I, I, we, we, luckily we were on the end. Yeah. So the speakers were right there. Right. So I could yeah. grasp what they yep. were saying. And I'm telling you, Garfield by far was one of the best parts of this movie. Honestly, yeah. If you would have told me that out of all the actors in that movie, I would have been appreciating Garfield the most, that would, I would not have believed you. I wouldn't you. have said it either. Because my money would have been on McGuire. Yeah. And then obviously here came Tobey Maguire shortly after. Yep. And people lost their minds for that too. Okay, cool. Done. Boom. We're on, mm-hmm. on that. The, when I tell you the banter between the characters, <laughs> everything that you could ever wish for dialogue-wise literally <laughs> happened. Literally happened. Like, to the point where it's like, I could not have thought of another conversation topic that these no. guys could cover. That would have been unhappy not to hear. No, them them meeting each other. Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield meeting each other for the first time and doing basically doing the same moves. The duel off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to get away from each other. Right. It was hilarious. I'm like, oh. They figured out real quick, too, that yeah. they were both exactly. Spider-Man. And then it's funny, the whole, I'm Peter Parker. I'm Peter Parker too. Like, wait, what? Like, this yeah. is the multiverse, and they both had like the existential crisis yeah. for a second. I love how every time Peter Parker hears multiverse, no matter which version of him it is, the same thing goes through their minds. Back up a little bit, and when Garfield comes through, and they're saying, "Hey, okay, prove your Spider-Man." He gets on the he ceiling. Gets, he hangs <laughs> on the ceiling. So, is that good enough? No, that's not good. Can enough. you crawl across like, the ceiling? Yeah. <laughs> No, I can't crawl across the ceiling. And then the grandmother asks, can you get the, spy, the cobweb up there? 
I honestly, I cannot believe how constantly funny this movie was. It had no right, right to be this funny no. and still be and, as good as it was and yes. not take away from the drama and the action of it. The great That's the greatest thing about Spider-Man movies. Yeah. They have the humor. They have the heart. They and have they have the, the drama. action. Yeah. Exactly. Good Spider-Man drama. movies. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was not a very good movie. Yeah, it was Garfield, good. the best part of that movie was when Gwen died. Yeah. And Garfield's cradling her body. Right. That literally broke me. In yeah, that, that was a original show. It was a hard movie to watch, especially when you compare it to, it's just convoluted, right? It was too much. And it's because they were trying to build their own Sinister Six. The way this movie did with bringing in so many villains, right? already having established backstories, yes. negated that whole fucking problem. Yep. That was the most intelligent way to do that. And we had talked about that previously. It really was. And really was. you didn't have to focus on backstory. You could just focus on where those characters were mm-hmm. and where they're going. And having brought them in right after they died or were about to die yeah, in their respective universes. Right. Fucking genius. Yeah, I know. It's so simple. It's beautiful. That it's smart. Right. So when, you know, you finally get Maguire and Andrew on the screen, it's like, yeah, and you, we knew they were going to be there. You, you cannot have hid that for as long as you did or tried right. to. And deny it as hard as you did, knowing full goddamn well is end up going to be the case. Right. Yeah. Like, come on now. You're having yeah. all these villains show up from the multiverse. How are you not going to bring in Garfield and Maguire? Exactly. Seeing Maguire again on screen as Spider-Man was probably one of the greatest movie joys of my life. Oh, yeah. Uh, and And you know what? The greatest thing about it is you saw them at the different points of their lives, the mm-hmm. young... The middle and then the older, know, the elder, yeah, Spider Man. And it's like, you know, all of them had suffered, all of them had lost, all of them had been grizzled, and all of them went through the the uh, emotional and, and existential problem of do I continue being Spider Man? Right. You know, yep. And it's like, wow. Well, and it's cool because, you know, you get to see McGuire, who's still Peter Parker and has learned to balance it, right? And yeah. then you got Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, who's just leaned in fully to being Spider-Man. He yeah, has no balance. It's just, I'm purely yep. Spider-Man. And then you have Holland, who's going through an existential crisis after Aunt May dies. Right. And you have them show up, which that was the part that irritated me in our showing. Was when, the, you know, Ned and MJ find Peter on top of the school and he's pretty much just crying right. because he lost Aunt May and they're crying with him. That was emotional. Mm-hmm. But then you pan over and they're like, hey, Peter, we have somebody you need to meet. There's people here for you. And mm-hmm. it pans up and you see Garfield and McGuire sticking to the building. And our audience went fucking bananas. It's like, okay, dipshits. Like, come on now. You knew they could do that. Like, why are that you losing your fucking minds here? That didn't bother me. That bothered all, me because really. that was, that was, there was no reason for that. Yeah. There was uh, no reason for that clapping. Now, later on, when they were going through their full swings and like all posing when they landed, like yeah. the most iconic shot of the movie, it was crazy. I understood that, was that clapping scene. That was crazy. That was worth it. Yeah. When they were swinging in, in their own ways, flip, you know, they were flipping in their yeah. own ways and then landed in, in their iconic poses. It's like, that was, that was it. That oh was the God. money shot. Yeah. Yeah. That was literally, <laughs> that was literally the money, the money shot. shot. Yeah. That was it. You could not have done <laughs> that like, any better huh? if you wanted to. Huh? <laughs> yeah. There it is. Like, oh my God, it's all its glory. And yeah. no matter how many times you watch it, you're always going to get that. Oh, you just, are Aww. right there. Cause it was just beautifully done it, to me the only thing i can closely even come close to like comparing it to is when thor shows up in wakanda 
yeah. and starts wrecking his whole body yeah. lights up with lightning and it's yeah. like that is the penultimate thor moment yep this exactly. was the penultimate spider-man moment. yeah exactly you're not gonna get much better than that i agree so oh, you know super you have them meeting talking and then doing their science stuff yeah and then they're communicating the whole time like comparing stories and everything right i i still want to watch it again just to hear the stories again because there was so much yeah packed into it and it was all fluid like it all Mm -hmm. made sense you had garfield talking about gwen how she died right you had peter talking about his mj and how they're making it work yeah and then they're doing their science bro stuff yeah you know mcguire's over here like oh yeah, I, uh, I've been thinking about Norman for a long time. Even though he was already dead, I think I know how to fix him finally. Right. You have Garfield's like, yeah, I know how to fix Connors. I fixed Connors, Connors, I fixed Connors before. Already. It's no big deal. Yeah. And then Colin's like, like, oh, I can go fix the equipment that I made for Sandman and for uh, Electro. Yeah, right. And they just work together effectively. Mm-hmm. And it made much more sense that way. Yeah. And then it's just their dynamic and... Everything together and then talking about <laughs> McGuire's organic web shooters. Yeah. They're like, oh, was the funniest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. How, I can't, how do you do that? Just, you know, they're like, like, he's like, I'd rather really not talk about and it. It, so it, it. Like John Watts, this is literally his magnum opus. Oh, yeah. Right. Dude. Like how he's going to go from and he's progressively got better with his Spider-Man doing Fantastic Four. Yes. yes. How, yeah, he's got some tall shoes of his own sta- filling oh, to stand up to. Here's the thing. You know, Fantastic Four has been done what three times? I mean, there was two, two and then the one, months. yeah, with Josh Trank. Yeah, that yeah. that was terrible. That was terrible. I, I I really feel confident that he can do a great job with Fantastic Four now. I don't just feel confident. I know he can do a great job yeah. because he brought together what should have been an overstuffed, imbalanced slew of characters and made it work. Yeah, and then you got Kevin Feige in the wings. Yeah, guiding it as it goes, Certainly. they're not going to fuck up Fantastic Four, and no, they're just I not. Agree. I agree. They made so much more work with so little. <laughs> I said, a, I just laugh for it. John Favreau, okay, yeah. When is he going to stop wearing that suit? Because I mean, you know, now it just looks like you're stuffed in this suit. <laughs> <He's> poor dude, <laughs> happy. I love <laughs> him. God. I mean, I looked back at some of the old Iron Man yeah. pictures and stuff like that, and he was all, he kind of, he was a bigger dude, but he was felt. You right, know what yeah. I mean? It's like now it's like, dude, yeah, just give give that up. And just get a, get a t-shirt or a I polo on. I fucking loved his go. apartment with all his oh, security cameras gosh. and stuff it's in hilarious. it. That was the funniest hilarious. fucking thing just, in the world. Just, who are those guys? Who are all those guys you let in the apartment? Or those guys. <laughs> well, so with J. Jonah Jameson having showed up at Happy's apartment, like hunting down Spider-Man, stuff yeah. like that. I was talking to my brother about this after our, his screening because he wanted me to call him mm-hmm. after I got out of West Side Story. Right. <clears throat> and we are talking about He's like, yeah, that's this trilogy's done everything right. Except they haven't brought back Scorpion yet. And I'm like, I'm glad you brought that up because I think they've been saving him. Yeah. And now having J. Jonah Jameson the way they have him. And mm-hmm. how this J. Jonah Jameson is like doing everything in his power, sneaky, devilish, whatever, right. to find out who Spider-Man is, even though he knows, right? Mm-hmm. Now's the perfect time for Scorpion and the in Spider Vulture. Slayers and yeah. all that stuff to come into play because he is that type of J. Jonah Jameson in this movie. These, yeah. these movies. Like you get that okay. vibe, right? Yep. 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 So I, I think in the fourth one, when they do the fourth one, that would be the perfect time to do Scorpion and possibly Craven the Hunter. Yeah. 
cool deal. Right? Like, you get cool that deal. vibe that's where yeah. probably going to? Yeah. Because I don't think they're going to waste uh, what, you know, like, when Vulture was talking to Scorpion in prison. They don't I waste don't anything waste movies, that though. at all. Because, I mean, he's like, yeah, I know. Even if it seems like they waste something, like Trevor Slattery. Right. Yeah. And then the the once uh, all hell the king or whatever the yeah, one shot exactly. was, you feel like it was wasted. But then here he came here back he in Shang Chi <laughs> at the most like random crazy. ass time. Right. Yes. They never waste anything. Even right. Abomination. They brought back right. Abomination. Yeah. And with the doing She Hulk, they're gonna. Who break. the fuck knows if the leader's exactly. gonna come back finally? Right. Yeah. Oh, that'll be funny. They just that bide knows. their time and just wait mm-hmm. until they're like, okay, now we can fucking finally utilize this. Let's do yeah. it right. Yep. And they'll be like, we know you guys just cream for that. Oh, God, yes. Oh, dude. How many How many just like, oh, moments did you have during that final fight scene on the Statue of Liberty with all three Spider-Man? I was like, I was done after they swung in and landed. I was like, okay. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just perfect. I'm happy. And I got this. The, uh, the rest of it is gravy. Um, I'm like, that That was that was the meal right well, there. It didn't feel like Garfield or McGuire had skipped a day. No. They fed so perfectly back in the shoes of Spider-Man. Okay. And back into their old own type of personalities for Peter. Yes. Right? Like, McGuire is more of the stoic, quietish right. Spider-Man. Right. But he still has his little quips. Garfield's the over-eccentric Centric. Spider-Man. Yeah, he's like the hyper yeah. Spider-Man. Peter 3! Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great, dude. <laughs> My favorite part was, hey, <laughs> I love you guys. And they're both like, thank you? Thank you. Like, yeah. It's like he's such the oddball <laughs> one. And then like that scene where they were talking about all the villains they fought. Yeah. And McGuire's like, like, yeah, I beat a, a villain or an alien, right? Yeah, and then goopy black <laughs> yeah. alien. Yeah. And then Holland's like, yeah, I fought and fought an alien in, in space. space. And he, <laughs> Garfield's like, yeah, I just fought a guy in a giant rhino outfit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not special at all. It's like, no, dude, you're amazing. Like, yeah, that's funny because he was the yeah. amazing Spider Man. Yeah. Okay, that's, uh-huh. that's cute. But so, like, there was so much packed into that final fight scene, right? No Between. The three Spider-Man. The Avengers quip was funny, funny as, hell. as hell. Oh, my oh, gosh. We are not working as a team. I've never worked as, on a team. Well, I'm, I'm not here to gloat, but, but I'm going to. I have. I've worked with the Avengers. Oh, oh you work with the Avengers? <laughs> Who are they? Is that <laughs> <laughs> a band? Were you in a band? <laughs> that was hilarious. I oh. could not get over Garfield's energy, dude. Like, he fucking yeah. sold it. Yes, he did. I, You know what? Honestly, I hope that... That Sony continues his run in his own Spider-Verse. So you and I talked about that after the movie was over, mm-hmm. right? And I, I said, what did I tell you? I was like, this would be the perfect time to not only do one final movie of Maguire, right. but also let Garfield finish it. You, exactly. you have the perfect pedestal now yep. to jump off of to allow these guys to have their own movies and not confuse audiences. Mm-hmm. Like we're past that stage yep. in the world. Yeah, people now, are invested in this. You could do we some understand crazy shit. That, okay, wait. It's all cohesive. Yeah, exactly. And you can do pretty much when you introduce the multiverse. You said we can do whatever the fuck. And, and they seem to have time. sold it enough to where people really shouldn't be confused by it. They simplified no. it. Yep, sure did. By doing a one of the most popular superheroes of all time yes and not i'm not gonna say dumbing it down but not making it as crazy as some multiversal theories go you know yeah it's not convoluted but having each of those spider-man talk 
to their villains after they cure them. Right. Like, you know, Garfield talking with uh, Lizard for just a second and like having and the stock like, footage true. of Riss yeah. and the stock footage of Thomas Hayden Church because they mm-hmm. weren't physically in the movies. Right. They were just voicing their characters. Right. But him having that closure with Electro and then McGuire having that moment with Ock. Yeah. That was great. And Doc Ock showing up to help. Yeah. Was fucking so cool, dude. Yeah, it was. I love Doc Ock. Like, he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but like also having those closure moments too in the battle itself, like when uh the back scene was funny as shit, where McGuire was like, Oh, trying to pop his back. Oh yeah. He's like, Yeah, my back hurts. It's like, okay, that's a callback oh, to yeah. Spider Man two when he hurt his back, which is also a callback to when he hurt himself on the set of Sea Biscuit. Yes. Like, wow, we really went for this yep. one. We went for the sure bottom did. of the barrel. Sure did. But uh when MJ was falling oh shit, almost spilled that. Uh when MJ was falling. Peter went to catch her, and here came Green Goblin. Yeah, took him, him away. Off. Yeah, and then Garfield immediately didn't skip a beat. Right, yep. went straight for it, caught her, landed. Audience went wild. Yeah, I went fucking teary real quick because you just saw, saw it on his it. face. He, I mean, he is insanely good. He's at a gifted portraying actor. those emotions. I mean, it's wow. Yeah, he's yeah. truly a gifted actor yes. when it comes to that. Yes, and just watching that. Go across his face in that split second of time that you got it. I was like, that's all I needed. Like, mm-hmm. that gave me the closure. gave him the closure, too, from Gwen's death. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now he could probably finally start to move on. No doubt. And having... <clears throat> okay, so the, the Green Goblin fight happens, which was just a small part of the movie. And having Goblin as, like, the main bad of this whole thing, yeah. out of all the bad guys, he played such a fraction right. of a part in the final fight. Because Holland whooped the ever-living shit out of him. Yeah, he did. Quickly, too. Yeah. Like, to the point where it was almost comedic how badly he beat the shit yeah. out of him. Well, it's, you know, it's common commonly known that Spider-Man is always pulling his punches. Yeah. Always. Oh, he beat the living shit yeah. out of him. Exactly. Just whooped. I mean, Hal McGuire did it in uh, the original Spider-Man movie. When he threatened MJ's life, Yeah, he fucking snapped and oh, went and whooped that ass. He did. You would think that he would know better at that point. <laughs> To antagonize somehow, the Spider-Man somehow, some way, get get a right. little uh, just like a little knowledge. crazy, little crazy. But when uh, Holland was ready to kill him, yeah, stab him with oh. his own glider again, yep. again. <laughs> Picks up that glider, and when McGuire <laughs> caught it and just stared at Peter, yeah, and like they had that moment, I was like, wow, that is some fucking insane acting. That all McGuire has to do is just look, look at, at him it. this way. And there's so yeah. much conveyed just in that didn't stare. Didn't have to shake his head. Didn't have to Not do nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Just looked at him. Yeah. It just speaks volumes on the A, the presence that these guys had as Peter Parker. Right. And that they still continue to have. Yes. And the way that Holland can carry himself yeah. with these guys. I mean, he was yeah. literally the leader of the three Parkers. Yeah, exactly. And he's the youngest one of the group. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been through the most shit. If yeah. you really think Look about it. it. Yeah. I mean, they've all had lost. Like, I thought about it afterwards. I'm like, okay, let's break this down, right? So, McGuire, he lost his Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. And then he really didn't lose. He lost, obviously, Norman, who was like a father figure to him to a point. And Harry. And then he lost, well, he lost Octavius, who was also kind of like a mentor to him. Right. And then he lost Harry. Right. The big ones were obviously Ben and Harry, which right. he brings him up in this movie. Exactly. And then uh, Garfield lost his Uncle Ben and then Gwen. Yes. Which were really big things. And his parents played a more part in his development too like having lost his parents yeah. was a big thing for him true holland had lost a lot like he lost his uncle ben who was a big part of the you know civil war mm-hmm. like him had talking about that right. lost tony 
Right. Lost his Aunt May. Right. And then by the end of this one, gave up his identity. Yeah. Like, lo- made he everybody forget who Peter Parker is. He else. lost everything. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, like, Holland's lost the most out of all these guys. Yeah. But it just goes to show how uh, persevering Spider-Man is as a character. Oh, yeah. I mean, so many times, you know, is it worth it has come up to him, you yeah. know? I mean, I can't have a normal life. I can't have a normal love. I can't have people around me who love me and all this because somebody always finds out something. And they did it in such a way in this movie where it didn't feel melodramatic. No. Right? Like, in Spider-Man 2, it was a little bit melodramatic. Can I not have what I want? Right. Like, there's a way here, but we're being a little whiny about this. But whatever. I mean, for the time, that was perfect. Mm -hmm. This one, they are just like, I could have it, but it's not worth Worth. it. It's not worth putting my loved ones in danger. It's not worth having them be hurt or lose them. Yeah, I'd rather have them... Alive, well, and doing well, than my happiness. Yes, exactly. That's a serious sacrifice. Right. So when he said, uh, the, when the multiverse was tearing open, Doctor Strange finally showed back up again. Mm-hmm. Like he was in it just enough to warrant him being oh, yeah. on the poster. Yeah, no doubt. Like it wasn't like uh, Homecoming where Iron Man was front, front fucking center. center. Yeah. And he was barely in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like he was in it for like what? Grand total of three scenes. Right. And it's like, why the fuck is he so center stage? It's because you're sell- you're billing out Iron Man. You're exactly. pretty much pimping him out for yep. money at this point in time. Yes, you are. Doctor Strange was a worthy addition to this movie, and rightfully oh, yeah. so. So when he finally showed back up and the multiverse was ripping open, and you saw the silhouettes of like old school Rhino. Oh, yeah. Did you see the yes. fucking horn? Yes, I was like, man. oh shit. You saw uh, Scorpion, yep. Craven the Hunter. Everybody. You saw so much. Even other versions of Hawk. Yep. Green Goblin, like everything was up there. Yeah, it was. And it was just silhouettes. Yeah. So I was like, damn, like I can't wait till this comes out like on 4K and I can pause it and, and look, look at, at all, all those things. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Nice. Uh, and then he's like, okay, I can close this. But, and Peter's like, do it. Like if I have yeah. to lose, like if you make everybody forget who Peter Parker is, will that solve it? Yes. Cool. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then he has emotional goodbye with. MJ and Ned promising he'll come and tell them everything. Right. And then deciding not to. Right. I was like, God damn, like you would think this would end. It, it's a dour note it ends on, but it's such a hopeful dour note that you can't be ha- but happy exactly. when it walks And away. here's the thing, you know, they went to, they completely sold. Everybody forgot. He has to take his GED because right. nobody realized he, he went exists. to high school. Yeah. Yeah. Has I to take mean, his GED. Crazy. Even Happy didn't recognize him. Yeah, no. Now, even Doctor Strange was like, I won't even know who you are. I was trying- Everybody knows who's Spider-Man. Like, there's Spider-Man. Everybody knows Spider-Man, but nobody knows who Peter Yeah, is. I was hanging out for just a tiny bit of hope that Happy would- Recognize him. him. Yeah. Some well, kind of way that- it, MJ you know, kind of showed a little bit of recognition. Just like the tiniest glimpse of recognition there for a second. Well, here's the thing. There's something there because she's still wearing the Black Dahlia. Oh, yeah, she was, yeah. Black Dahlia. Yeah, so she's got to remember something. She's got to remember something or wonder how she got that. Right. So, you know, I like when uh, Happy at the cemetery of May's May's tombstone, he goes, oh, Mm -hmm. how'd you know her? Oh, through Spider-Man. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. It's like, I have questions. Like, how did you know who through Spider-Man? How was her correlation to Spider-Man? Like, I'm confused here, but confused in a good way. Like, how are we spinning this? I mean, they, they have not... They've actually... In the last movie, you could almost say they worked themselves into a corner. 
Okay. Releasing, yeah. showing that Peter Parker's identity was Spider-Man. Right. Handled it majestically. Yes, he did. But you were in a tight-ass corner with that. Yeah. But you came out fucking swinging full tilt. Mm-hmm. Now, you've opened the field all the fucking way and can do whatever the fuck you want because nobody knows who Peter Parker is. Right. Everybody knows Spider-Man's an established hero. Now we're back to status quo. There is no more mentors. There is just only Spider-Man right. and yes. his new fucking glorious homemade suit. Yep. I was Which so sad we only got that back for. to the cart to the old old comic books and cartoons. Yeah. That bright ass blue. Yes. Oh, with so the big red with the fat spider on the back. Yep. <laughs> Him swinging through New York at night during Christmas. Yeah. Out of his apartment was yeah, so beautiful. I was just like, God damn it, this is over. We're done. It's yeah. it's ended. Son of a bitch. Yeah. And even when uh, Maguire and Garfield got sent back home. That was yeah. awesome. Like, it was a nice little send-off for them. Mm-hmm. But I still want more of them. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I when, Like you said, they did it so well, putting everybody, giving everybody room in this movie. Right. Then it's like, oh, well, I want another one of those movies. Right. I want another one of those movies. I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be great. Yeah, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> Even no if doubt. you did like a, you could almost do a Disney Plus miniseries. You Sony could, could work something out with them yeah, to could. where they could make a mini series with each character to have just a little bit of closure. Something. Right? Just or just like a little one off. Like how they yeah. used to do the one offs. That'd be even cool too. Just well, like to see said. where they're at in their own lives and their own universes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one off would be great. I'd fucking love it. I I was so happy that Garfield got his time to truly shine under great direction mm-hmm. and a solid plot. Yeah. It just makes you kind of like wonder what you missed out on with him having subpar plots, you what know? It could have been, man. And he's a fantastic, like I've always said that Maguire was my favorite Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. He's a good Spider-Man, but my favorite Peter Parker. Right. Garfield's my favorite Spider-Man, but just a decent Peter Parker. Yeah. Okay. Holland was the best of both worlds. Right. He embodies that. both sides of that character mm-hmm. perfectly. So by definition, he's the best. Right. Right. But each one is so admirable in their own way and had their own ticks to them that they just made it work. Right. So like getting a chance to see any of them back on the screen again and enjoy their adventures. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. No doubt. doubt. So good. So fucking good. Yeah. What do you think of the the credit scene? Oh, dude. You know what? I was happy. And sad at the same time, because I thought they would have, uh, you know, the, uh, what's his name? Tom Hardy's Venom. Play uh, a part. Stay in more and play a part in the movie. Right. Um, but, you know, now you have the symbiote has been introduced into that universe. Having him leave so. a piece of that symbiote behind mm-hmm. was cool. And I think it's just a way for them to tie Venom coming back. In like a oh, yeah. Spider-Man 4 or a Venom 3 for mm-hmm. them to face off finally. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool shit. I'm more banking on it being Venom 3. I'm wondering if it's going to, if they're going to, in, in the MCU, bond him with Spider-Man at some point in time. Oh, they are. They're guaranteed yeah. they are. Yeah, I, mean, it's, it's I like, mean, Peter's in a dark place in his life when you yeah. really think about it, right? He's That's got true. nobody. He's by himself. Right. If you have J. Jonah gunning for him and Scorpion come at him, mm-hmm. that's the perfect time. to. And maybe even Craven the Hunter, yeah. that's the perfect time to introduce the Black Pirate. And, and just break. Black suit, yeah. Bit. Yeah. Just have a break and 
and deal with that into Spider-Man 5 and Venom 3. Like, yeah, Sony's in a good place with Marvel now to where they can do all this crazy nonsense Mm -hmm. and justifiably make it work. Right. And I think with as much money as this movie's making, Sony's finally at the point where it's like, okay, yeah, we would have fucked ourselves if we wouldn't have decided to make this deal with them to go again. Of course. And they're going to... If anything, it's just a staple now for them to stick with this. Mm Mm-hmm. Because what were they originally going to do for this movie? They were going to just do a Craven the Hunter Craven movie? Hunter, yeah. Great. Cool. That would be good. Nowhere near the fucking majesty no this one is. No way. And nowhere probably near the amount of money this one's going to Well, nowhere near the fan service. Not at all. I mean, no. seriously. Just. Well, and some people can make the argument that it's just nothing but fan service. Like kind of oh, how no, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife yeah. was. No. Fuck but, no. Absolutely uh, not. Okay. What's bad it, about that? It, well, it's first great. of all, it is fan service, but it's justifiable fan service yes. where you're giving us answers, closure. It's not just fan service for the sake of fan service. Like, oh, hey, no, you yeah. remember that great thing from this old movie? Here it is. Just that, just to look at it again. Yeah, we're not nostalgia tripping. We're, you know, really oh my making God. it work. When they were asking McGuire if the organic web shooter came out of him anywhere, anywhere else, else. Yeah. That was so <laughs> fucking funny. Like, it's like, so funny how cringy really they are, even with themselves. Comfortable talking about Because they're all Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. They're just so cringy with themselves. Yeah. It's the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> it's a, he's cringy uh, the only way Peter Parker could be with himself. Yeah. Like, you that. get three of me, three different universes of me in the room. We're just going to look uh, at each other and be like, you think of what I'm thinking? Fuck yeah, dude. Let's go, let's go break uh, some shit. Yeah, I'd be like, Doctor Strange, can we... You know, seal these guys up in one of those. They little, need to go. They need to go real fast. One of those little <laughs> balls, you do. <laughs> well, I was surprised that they sent Venom back so quickly to his universe, but yeah, the same I token, too. I wasn't. Yeah. And I love how he was sitting at that bar and was just like, So what you're telling excuse me, what you're telling me is that there was a purple alien from space that had a thing for stones. He's been telling you this for the last <laughs> yeah. hour. And there was a billionaire in a tin suit that recently died, and the guy does like the... Yeah. The beat. Oh, my God, dude. I fucking that lost it. That was hilarious. It. It's, like, it's like, Eddie, we are drunk. <laughs> yeah. Let's go skinny dipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Venom. That's funny. What did you think of the uh, trailer at the end of the movie? Dude, I've been waiting for the dark Doctor Strange. I mean, and well, it's, it's from I what if it looks like. Yeah, we are going to get some serious shit. I'm from all that. so fucking happy that Sam Raimi's directing that movie. Uh huh. Like, I love Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrickson did a wonderful thing with Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. But what Sam Raimi looks like he's doing with this one, it's only what Sam Raimi could do. It's the scope. Yeah. That you know, you, you need a big, a guy who dreams big. Right. And Scott Derrickson's really good at dream. I mean, some of the shit he did in Doctor Strange was magnificent. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. But John Watts clearly upped the ante with the mirror dimension stuff. And uh-huh. Sam Raimi looks like he's just up in the ante with uh-huh. everything else. Scott Derrickson's really good at those horror personal stuff. I mean, look what he's doing with the the black phone. Is that what it's called? Yes. With oh Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. God, dude, that looks oh, so man. good. That's going to yeah. be really fucking good. Yeah, it is. So it looks like everything's in the right hands right yeah, now. I agree. So I, I, I haven't seen a trailer at the end of a Marvel movie for another Marvel movie since First Avenger showed off the trailer for Avengers. Yeah. I went to go see First Avengers three times just to watch the end credit scene. Oh wow! For First for Avengers. Oh wow! Well, you gotta think there'd been nothing like that up to that point, so that you were getting into some fucking unknown territory. Yeah, it was either gonna be really fucking good or really fucking bad. Yeah, 
there was like you said there was not going to be a eh, it was all right right yeah you're either going to make it or, or you're, you're going to break die. it yeah. yeah and they made it and they have kept making it ever since then yep i agree so what other parts of this movie do we want to talk about oh man i mean uh, there's a lot but i feel like we covered enough yeah i think so to be happy with I it i really do i mean we wanted to see it a second time before doing this it yeah. just wasn't feasible no Oh, shit, no. As much as quickly as these seats are selling out, mm-hmm. oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm hoping, I don't know, maybe during Christmas weekend and after Christmas weekend, it'll go right back to craziness. Yeah. Because people are off for their kids and everything for mm-hmm. Christmas, and they're going to be wanting to take their kids to go see it. It's I'm going to tell you this again, folks. Do not pay $300 for a movie ticket. I think that's a once and done type thing. I don't think they're doing that well, again. I do think they'll... This obviously will be the highest grossing movie of the pandemic era. Uh, oh, it already is. is. Yeah. It's on its way yeah. to being at least. Only opening weekend. Um, If this was normal times, though, this would probably go toe-to-toe for probably number one grossing movie of all time. Right. Just because of the nostalgia and the hype behind this movie alone. I mean... I haven't seen hype for a Marvel movie like this since Endgame. Yeah, no. Seriously. And Endgame was just because of the way Infinity War ended, and it was yes. the end of that era. And it, yeah, exactly. We needed to see what the closure was going to be. Right. What the end was going to be. I mean, Kevin Feige might as well just let the government pr- like let him print his own money at this point. Because <laughs> that's what he's doing. Disney, huh? He, yeah, Disney might as well yeah. just like hand him a blank check every time he wants to do a movie and say, here you go. That's yours. Pay yourself whatever you want. You deserve it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. what do you? What can? What else are you gonna do? You gonna argue with him? No. I mean, seriously. How could you though? Yeah. This dude's literally got an encyclopedic knowledge of these characters in this yes. universe, and he like, finds the even right to the point like, to bring them out the way they need to be brought out. Their casting directors are on the next fucking level. Oh yeah. And there, she. I, there's one person, individual. I've yes. seen her before, and I've watched her interviews. And she she yeah. fucking kills it every time. Yes, like she had to push for Chris Pratt to be Star Lord. Uh huh. Because James Gunn wasn't entirely sold right away, and yeah. she's like, "No, trust me." And then he did like a test screening, and James Gunn's like, "You're right, that's my Star Lord," and she kept doing it over right. and over again. And it's not, like, don't get us wrong, it's not all Kevin Feige, but Kevin Feige has built the perfect team around him to allow them to do exactly what they need to do to make these movies as successful as they are picking the right directors finding the right script bringing in the right actors sarah finn sarah finn is, is yep. she's the amazing. one behind all of it yeah i mean she's the one that when uh, tom hiddleston uh auditioned to play thor yeah. her and kenneth Branagh were like um we oh, think no. you could play loki instead yeah. like he didn't even mm-hmm. audition for loki right all right, score it, brother. I'll let you go first. Oh man, honestly, this movie hit every every home run, everything out of the park. I mean, I got a nine eight. I'm gonna be that asshole. I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Ten out of ten, dude. It, hey, like dude. literally, I could not. I couldn't pick anything wrong with this movie if I wanted to. It's Ooh, enjoyable, really literally from beginning to end. Yeah, it held everything you could want. Yet again, in a Marvel movie. Yeah. In a movie in general, you are not going to walk out of any other movie this year and feel as happy and have as much fun. 
No. And you, you, you feel, felt the emotions. You, you felt, felt complete movie. after this movie. I mean, you felt it was a complete journey. Right. And it was great. I mean, like you said, we could definitely, it leaves you wanting more for another movie. Right. But in the movie itself, it sealed everything up. It was just, you felt great leaving this movie. Yep. You felt completed after yeah. it was all said and done. Yeah. And what else could you ask for in a movie experience? Yeah, I literally nothing. got chills several times throughout this movie. Like, my whole body oh, yeah. chills. Just like, holy shit. I got teared up several times. Mm-hmm. Especially when Garfield caught MJ. Right, I, right. I, I felt pure happiness at seeing Maguire and Garfield again. Right. I felt terror when Aunt May was about to die. Like, there's something really fucking wrong here. She's not right. And then right. she killed over. You just feel every emotion there is to feel in this movie. Mm-hmm. You can't ask for a better movie experience than that. Right. No, you can't. Even Honestly, if you, no. you call it a popcorn flick, it's not just a popcorn flick I do. at this point. No. Heck no. That would I, be we've insulting. Seen, we've seen a lot of movies this year. Yeah. And I'm going to be hard pressed to find one that I enjoyed more than this one. I think absolutely. Absolutely. This is the best movie of the year so far. And yeah. it's not going to be. I don't think it's. Gonna, I don't think Matrix is going to top it. No, there's, there's yeah. no way. There's no way. There is absolutely no way. But yeah, man, yeah. I, it was, guys. If you didn't see our TikTok, if you didn't see anything else, go see this movie. Right. Go see it. It is awesome. Go see it two times. I don't. You know. You you'll want to. It's definitely worth seeing yeah. a second. Shit, even third time. Yeah. I mean, it, it, people are going to see it second, two or three times. Yeah, I think so. So, it's just, you don't get much better than this. You really right. don't. Like, even looking at my movies over there, I, I'm hard-pressed to find one that I enjoyed to level. I enjoyed this. Yeah. And this year also had, like, a lot of crazy shit. Godzilla versus Kong, which yeah. was a penultimate type thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it had the return of Marvel movies with Black Widow and Shang-Chi. Eternals, which I fucking loved Eternals, even though that was divisive as hell. I mean, there was just so much good shit this year. Right. None of it holds a candle to Spider-Man. Like, it I literally agree. warped it. I mean, I, maybe I'll change my tune here in a couple of weeks, but I doubt it. No, it was... it. it honestly, it's like you're hitting, you know, all game long. They're hitting, you know, singles, singles, couple doubles, getting on base. You here know, came the grand slam though. And then this was it. Yeah. This was the, okay. Game winning grand slam. Hollywood needs to, Hollywood needs a new pair of shoes. Yeah. This is Go definitely going to save theaters. Wow. This is going to get theaters back on the market for a little bit. I think for a little bit. Yeah. Cause I mean, and they're taking full advantage, man. Oh, they were like, look, <laughs> we're going to play it in every fucking screen. Well, that day we went on Thursday, I told you what, after three o'clock, the only thing that was showing was West Side Story and one other movie. Yeah. Every single theater besides two screens were Spider-Man. They're playing, I think it was playing every uh, 24 minutes. Yeah. I think around the country, it averaged every 24 minutes a Spider-Man movie was starting. Yep. It's no wonder that it's almost made half a fucking billion dollars after one weekend. Yeah. It's ridiculous, quite frankly. I loved that it as well. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No, man. No. Good. To go. Any theories for the next one? Uh, for the next Spider-Man, I, um, num, 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 num. I think they're gonna they're gonna he's gonna run into the symbiote. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, they've setting it up, and I think uh, he's gonna be 
uh, he's going to fight some terrible villains. And, you know. Yeah. With this, I mean, I agree with your theory, man. Yeah. That, that's, that's pretty I think, much positive. I think utilizing J.K. Simmons as, yeah. like, a more douchey J. Jordan Jameson yeah. is a good idea. Right. And I could see them going that route. If Kevin Feige knows those characters perfectly. Right. And he does a nice blend mm-hmm. of good aspects and bad aspects from all of them to make it like the perfect adaptation of this. Yeah. He's going to take J. Jonah Jameson in that direction. I can almost guarantee it. Right. So. Alrighty. Well. Cool. Until next time, I guess. Peace. I've been Kendrick. And I've been Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening.